It's the Harlem Lion. Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem Nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem Nights. Uh, party at the bodega. It's your man Ben's Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's doing incredible, and I really mean it. All right. You know, as the political debate among the candidates is going on right now, I'm going to talk about a police video shows a third grade teacher being arrested after allegedly being drunk on her first day of school. On An Oklahoma teacher was arrested on the first day of elementary school last week after allegedly being drunk while teaching children, authorities stated. Kimberly Coates, 53 years old, was confronted around 3.20 p.m. on Thursday by school resource officer Shane Dean and Perkins Tryon school superintendent Doug Ogley over possibly being intoxicated, the city of Perkins said in a statement. News sources obtained officer-worn body cam footage from the Perkins Police Department that showed Mrs. Coates interacting with Ogley or Ogley and local law enforcement. Ogley told Coates that something seemed off and that she didn't seem like the same person he talked to earlier that morning. All right, so... Mrs. Coates began to say that she had taken medicine for anxiety the night before, but was unable to name the medication. The third grade teacher then agreed to take a breath test, a breathalyzer test, during which she blew a blood alcohol concentration of 0.24, three times the legal limit of 0.8, officials says. That's not just one drink, and you're there. Perkins Police Sergeant Spencer Giddon told news sources that several drinks. Coates later said she was drinking late the night before and while on her way to work that morning, according to the body cam footage. Upon returning from Coates' classroom with her bag, the footage showed that Ogley put down an empty blue plastic cup that apparently smelled of alcohol. No more games, right? Ogley can be heard asking the teacher, what is in that? Ogley looked to the school resource officer, who then smelled the cup. Want to try again, he asked. That that there is wine. I guess that's what she said. Coates, Mrs. Coates, however, stated that she drank out of the cup the day prior. She can be heard telling the officer that she has been in counseling, but that is had but that has not helped her with her drinking after mrs coates refused to call someone to pick her up at the school law enforcement placed her under arrest and escorted her off the building from the premises mrs coates was taken to the Payne county jail and was expected to be charged with public intoxication the school district released a statement to parents following the incident stating that because of its um, because of uh, it's a personal issue, the district cannot share additional information at the time. All right, so this lady came to school drunk, so she clearly has a problem. Something is going on with her and stuff like that. Uh, that said, she refused to get uh, 
What she did, what she refused to do? Okay, Coach, however, stated that she drank out of the cup the day prior. She can be heard telling the officer that she has been in counseling, but that has not helped with her drinking. After Coach refused to call someone to pick her up at the school, law enforcement placed her under arrest. Also, she had to call somebody to leave. She was in cuffs. And it was on the social media um, news feed. And she was crying because she got arrested. She was begging the officer, please don't put the handcuffs on me. Don't do it, please. And then it was like, nah. And you could hear Mr. Ogley. He was like, nah, nah, nah. God damn it, you came over here. He was like, hell nah. You're going to learn today. You could hear him talking crazy. You know, so Oklahoma teacher was arrested on the first day of elementary school last week after allegedly being drunk while teaching children. Kimberly Coates, all right? She's up in age. She's 53 years old. She was confronted around 3 in the afternoon. I'm pretty sure school was off on Thursday by school resource officer Shane Dean and Perkins Trying School and Perkins Tyron School. That's the name of the school. Tyron. At the Perkins Tyron School. The superintendent, Doug Ogley, over possibly being intoxicated. The city of Perkins said in a statement, news sources obtained the body camera footage from the Perkins Police Department that showed Coates in interacting with Mr. Ogley and local law enforcement. Mr. Ogley told Coates that something seemed off and that she didn't seem like the same person he talked to earlier that morning. Uh, Mrs. Coates began to say that she has took in some medicine for anxiety the night before, but was unable to name those prescriptions. The third grade teacher then agreed to take a breathalyzer test, during which she blew a blood alcohol concentration of 0.24, three times the legal limit of 0.08. All right, so she got caught, and that's what it is. All right, so moving along, there was some other news that happened over overseas. I'm going to have to talk about that real quick. But before I go overseas, uh, I was trying to see if there's updates on the situation that happened in Pittsburgh with an active shooter. Uh, I don't see too much updates yet, so it's probably going to accumulate or updates are probably going to be tomorrow. So uh, I could like reiterate what happened a pittsburgh suspect dead after hundreds of rounds fired amid the active shooter situation okay the suspect is dead pittsburgh police responded to an active shooting situation in which hundreds of rounds were reportedly fired near the neighborhood of garfield on wednesday police have yet to offer details on how many people may have been injured in this incident the situation reportedly escalated into gunfire when police arrived to serve an eviction notice. According to news sources, Garfield is a, is a small town neighborhood in northeast Pittsburgh. Police said an update at four and an update at four fifteen p.m. That subject was pronounced deceased. All right, I've never heard bullets like this. A neighbor near the scene told uh, news sources something you've seen in the movie. 
All right. City police have closed several roads in the area and have posted on social media urging residents to stay away as shots are continuing to be fired. A White House spokesperson told news sources that President Biden has been brief on reports of the active shooter situation in Pittsburgh. A trooper on the scene told news sources that the resident of the home had been shooting down police drones after the eviction incident. As, the, as of the early afternoon, the resident remained barricaded inside the home. Officers were beginning to evacuate people from the houses on the 4800 block of Broad Street. If you are inside, please shelter in place. Dial 911 and identify your address location. Officers will be entering to help guide you to safety, police wrote. This is crazy. A law enforcement source, a law enforcement source, told news sources uh, that it became the wild, wild west when the suspect began shooting at officers. Allegheny County Sheriff Kevin Cross told reporters during a press briefing that the suspect immediately began opening fire on deputies when the eviction order was presented at 10:25 in the morning. He said. No officer was shot, but one was injured while trying to take cover. Cross said there was no indication that the subject was this dangerous prior to serving the eviction order. He added that the suspect had a lot of ammunition in the house and said many opportunities were presented for the individual to surrender. The law enforcement source said the male suspect, who's now deceased, considered himself a sovereign citizen all right the source said the final gunfight was at 4 30 p.m he was considered a sovereign citizen all right that means he's a goddamn patriot in other words all right an american patriot so according to the fbi people with the sovereign citizen movement clog up the court system with frivolous lawsuits and Lines against public officials to harass them, to harass them, all right? Ultimately, the FBI states that people who subscribe to the movement believe they don't have to answer to any government authority, including courts, tax, and intensities. Okay, I could be wrong. I thought a sovereign, like they stand in unity or something like that, but okay, so they don't have to answer to the government. Uh, the FBI has also responded to the scene and is told what? Okay, they, they also responded to that situation that happened in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I talked about this earlier on another segment earlier today. I was just trying to finish it off. And I didn't know if this situation was related to the other shooting that happened on Sunday night in Pittsburgh, because there was another one, excuse me, there was another one that happened in Pittsburgh on Sunday night where uh, Airbnb was rented for a party and there was nothing but young people over there and shots was being fired. A lot of shots was being fired Sunday night. And then you have this incident that happened on Wednesday in Pittsburgh as well. So I was trying to figure out if both situations were related, but it looks like it's not. It's just a coincidence. You know, you know it's funny that the goddamn officer that was talking about this said, it seems like the wild, wild west, which how I feel, right? 
This is crazy. These guns, these back and forth. And then I'm looking at the political debate, the Republican um, debate. It started off crazy and it started off with a lot of low blows and punches and insults and a little bit of um, policies, talking about policies that that's needed and that's not needed, but it's a lot more of the Republicans bashing each other. That's what it started off as. But moving along, let's see what else we got. NYC mother kill two young children fighting for their lives after a heinous hammer attack. Okay. A New York City man is in custody after brutally attacking and killing a mother with a hammer while leaving her two young children fighting to their lives on Wednesday, according to police. New York Police Department Chief of Patrol John Tell described the incident during the press conference Wednesday afternoon as a horrific and senseless act of violence. At about 1.50 p.m., officers from the 72nd Precinct responded to an apartment at 52nd Street near 5th Avenue in Sunset Park. All right. When the officers arrived, they quickly apprehended the suspect who was trying to walk out of the building and placed them under arrest. Chell said the suspect had blood all over his body at the time of his arrest. The officers then went to the apartment on the second floor of the building and discovered three victims who were seriously injured. An initial investigation determined all three victims were attacked by a hammer. A three victims, the three victims, a 43-year-old married mother, her five-year-old son, and a three-year-old daughter were taken to the local hospital where their mother was pronounced dead. Jesus Christ. The two children, Tell added, are now fighting for their lives. The mother and her two children occupied a room in the three-room apartment. The suspect and his nine-year-old son occupied another room. All right, the suspect and his nine-year-old son occupied another room. So this looked like it was a, dis a domestic dispute while the third person occupied the third room. I think I can speak for all the officers when I can say our community and our prayers are with this family at this time. Um, Chief Cho stated, all right, so ain't no other information was available about this situation right here. The investigation is ongoing, all right? Yeah, that is crazy. So it looks like this was, it, it, it's a three victims, a 43-year-old mother and her five-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter were taken to the local hospital where the mother was pronounced dead. And then the two children, Chell added, are now fighting for their lives. All right, so the suspect, wait up, okay, they're fighting. The mother and her two children occupied a room in the three-bedroom apartment. The suspect and his nine-year-old son occupied the other room, while the third person occupied the third room. So these are roommates. This is like a, dis a domestic dispute. So the investigation is ongoing. So I might get further updates maybe tomorrow or later tonight. So moving along. Russian Wagner Group, Warlord Prisgazin, among dead on this in a plane crash that killed 10 people, officials stated.
uh, Evgeny Prigozhin, the founder of Russia's Wagner Group, who challenged the rule of Vladimir Putin just months ago, was killed Wednesday in a plane crash that has left 10 people dead outside outside of Moscow, state media is reporting. The business jet was traveling from the Russian capital to St. Petersburg when it went down in the Tivar region, according to the news sources. Uh, Prigozhin was listed among the passengers, according to the Federal Air Transport Agency. Read a post by the news sources, an investigation into the crash of the Embraer aircraft has been launched, the department noted. It was not immediately clear whether Prigozhin is among the 10 reported to have died in the crash. <clears throat> so that is not even clear. It's not even factual. So they got to investigate that first. So it was not immediately clear whether Prigozhin is among the 10 reported to have died in that crash. But Russian state media later said he had died. The Pentagon told news sources that it is monitoring the situation. We have seen the reports. If, if confirmed, no one should be surprised. White House National Security Council spokesperson Adrian Watson said in a statement, this disastrous war in Ukraine led to a private army marching on Moscow, and now it would seem to this. Hmm. Earlier, President Biden was asked about the reports that Prigozhin was possibly on the doomed aircraft. I don't know for a fact what happened, but I am not surprised. Not much happens in Russia that Putin's not behind. I don't know enough to know the answer, he stated. <clears throat> Rebecca Koffler, a strategic military intelligence analyst and former senior official at the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency, uh, told news sources that reports by Russian state media should be looked at with skepticism given Moscow's agenda, which does kind of make sense because Russia be on some slick shit all the time. At this time, we lack independent confirmation whether the Russian media or the Federal Air Transport Agency reported about Prigozhin's death is credible, she stated. There could be many reasons why Moscow want us to believe that Prigozhin is dead. If, if he indeed died in the plane crash, it's probably a result of the assassination operation, wet deeds in Russia, trade craft. Wet deeds in Russian tradecraft conducted on Putin's orders. All right. That's if Prigozhin died. If Prigozhin is alive, the story could be a disinformation operation intended to get Prigozhin back undercover to run clandestine operations in Africa and other places vital for Putin. Koffler added. What I don't rule out is either way, it's not a coincidence that it happened today on the day of the GOP presidential debates. The story that originated in Russian media has hijacked the U.S. news cycle. Prigozhin has become the ninth personality along with the actual president, presidential candidates that the media is covering. Man, them people in the, yo, these people that be like driving, Bro, before I even start in, um, with this story, yo, let me tell you this. 
you got these little Mexicans. I know a couple of them, so some most of them are Mexicans. And then you got these little they they be poking holes in the fucking muffler, trying to fucking compete with like Hellcats and shit, and goddamn scat packs and stuff. You know them big muscle cars that got the loud engine. So everybody dick riding and shit, trying to poke holes in their muffler, trying to be cool and shit. Like that shit so irritating. And that's why you can be hearing that shit in the background. Make me want to cuss everybody out. Like, what the fuck, bro? Damn, nigga, you a dick rider, bro. God damn. If you ain't got the money to buy your scat pack, bitch, wait till you get the money and get the goddamn scat pack. Don't be poking no fucking holes in your muffler trying to be cool, nigga. And then, bro, why would you do that with your fucking goofy ass? Go get you an intake and install it in your fucking engine so you can have your muffler to sound like a goddamn... Racing car, bitch, but you making all of that noise in the background fucking up my shit. Nah, hell nah. That shit irritate me, bro. Anyway, you hear that shit? Look at that shit. Fucking little essays, man, trying to be cool and shit. Anyway, back to goddamn Prego's in. They think the man died in a plane accident. Which um, intel from the American government, they said they don't know if that's true because Russia always have like ulterior motives to make us believe shit. And plus, it hijacked the news media. Prigozhin has become the ninth personality along with actual president candidates that the media is covering. One of Wagner's telegram channels also confirmed Prigozhin's death, calling it a big tragedy for the fatherland, but adding that it was God's will. That our best warriors perish in God's will. Every one of us is ready for this. The one who orchestrated this thinks that he has won, but it's not so. If this is done by an external enemy, which is unlikely, it only, it only precipitates and exacerbates his inevitable defeat. If this is a knife in the back, the fatherland will survive this. It says, bigger things has, have happened and will happen, but your fate, as the fate of any Judah, is not uh, inviolable. And while the history is being written, the tale of this heinous betrayal will be the scarlet letter on your kin, the social media. The social media posted continued, whatever the fate of Wagner Group is, one cannot take away our victories. Yevgenich Viktorovich Prigozhin, the greatest commander in modern history, has given his life in the fight against the enemies of the fatherland, and memory about our heroes is immortal. Putin, meanwhile, made a public appearance at a concert in Russia after the news of the crash emerged. His press secretary, Dmitry Peskov, told Russian news media that Putin has been informed of all the events around Prigozhin and that necessary measures are being taken. In late June, Prigozhin initiated what observers call the most significant challenge to Putin's, Putin's regime in his 23 years in power. After marching his 25,000 strong mercenary forces to within 125 miles of Moscow, Prigozhin abruptly ended the operation and ordered his troops to return home before heading to 
into exile in Belarus. All right. The reported crash comes just days after Prigozhin posted a new video on Telegram proclaiming that the Russian mercenary force Wagner Group would make Russia greater and Africa freer. The video was posted Monday from what Prigozhin claimed was somewhere in Africa. In the video, Prigozhin said that the Wagner Group is conducting reconnaissance and search activities and making Russia even greater on all continents and Africa even freer. Justice and happiness for African nations, giving hell to ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and other bandits, Prigozhin said, noting temperatures that were topping 120 degrees Fahrenheit. Recruiting real warriors and continuing to complete the tasks that have been given and we had promised to master, Prigozhin also said, while toting an assault rifle and wearing military fatigues, pickup trucks and other people dressed in fatigues were seen in the background. The Central African Republic is one of the countries where Wagner soldiers for hire have been active and accused of committing human rights abuses. The Kremlin has used the Wagner Group since 2014 as a tool to expand Russia's presence in the Middle East and Africa. All right, General Prigozhin spent months criticizing Russia's military performance in Ukraine before he called for an armed uprising on June 23rd to oust the defense minister and headed from Ukraine toward Moscow with his mercenaries. I covered that. Y'all remember that, right? So, under a deal brokered by Belarusian, I can't even say, uh, Belarusian, that's what I meant to say, under a deal brokered by the Belarusian president, Alexander Lukashenko, Prigozhin agreed to end his rebellion in exchange for amnesty for him and his fighters and permission to relocate to Belarus. I be butchering words, man. Forgive me. But at least I'm going to keep repeating that bitch till I get it right. Yes, sir. You can't get mad at me, baby. All right, let's get it. Putin branded Prigozhin a traitor as the revolt unfolded and vowed harsh punishment. But the criminal case against the mercenary chief on rebellion charges was later dropped. The Kremlin said Putin had... A three-hour meeting with Prigozhin and Wagner Group commanders days after the rebellion. Right? So I had to put that out there. I got a, more segments to come in the next, um, on the hour and on top of the hour. So I'm going to have to be back because there's a bunch of stuff going on right now. There's a lot of stuff going on. I covered a whole bunch of news on this segment particularly. But I'm going to jump on the... Republican debate, see what the hell they talking about. Then I'm watching some stuff on the internet. Got a lot of things going on. I got about like five screens on and stuff. Probably would have had more screens, but I sold my laptops to other people that's trying to be an influencer or whatever they trying to pursue in life. But hey, I'm gonna be back with another segment. Like I said, on the hour and on top of the hour because I got more stuff 
to jump on, all right? So this is your man, Ben's Forever Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to the YouTube, which is called Box Benji. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. You can use the same name to follow me on Instagram and as well as TikTok, all right? Because the other day I had type in Box Benji on the TikTok in, uh, search engine and my whole um, profile popped right up. So you could type in Box Benji on the TikTok, which I am very active on. And then you could go on Instagram, all right? And you could go on that new social media website called Thread, just as well, Box Benji. So, ladies and gentlemen, I will be back, all right? This is Thinking Out Loud. Peace. Gonna turn it up, please. Them hard nights. Party at the Bodega.